and welcome to the Mirror Gaming Podcast with me, Nathan Bliss, the gaming editor at Reach PLC. Tonight, I'm delighted to be joined by Triple M, as he's affectionately known, who is the head of data and licensing at EA Sports FIFA. Basically, the ratings guy. Is that fair to say? It's fair to say. Yeah, thank you. But if you could just give me uh, a little bit more detail about your role at EA Sports FIFA and how long you've been doing it for, please, if you can. So I'm I'm leading this team since um, maybe 15 years now. I joined EA um, in 2003 and have been working on FIFA since. Never went, never had the desire to work on a different team because I just like football, you know. I like numbers. So it's a perfect job for me. In terms of football and numbers, because you, you get this thing with, with scouts and data analysts, don't you, about how some of it's in, in the numbers and the anal- analytics, but then also there's a kind of an eye test. How does that, how does how do you cope with that in terms of your love of the game, but also seeing it from a numbers perspective as well? The, the, the problem is once, once you start collecting data and it's not just about the numbers, also appearance of players, you can never enjoy like a football match properly anymore because you constantly think like, huh, Nice long shot. Let me check his rating. And then, oh, yellow boots. Do we have this in ZB? It's terrible. You're constantly like, oh, I need to, I need to save this in my brain. And oh, look, oh, who was taking the right corner? Wait a minute. And yeah, because our job is basically to recreate like what happens in the real football world on a 24-7 basis. And there's a lot of football in our game and a lot of football is played on a regular basis, which is Kind of the exciting part when you work on a on a sports database, but also the frustrating part because it can never be final. It always changes. It always evolves. It's frustrating and exciting and fun at the same time. Love it. I can imagine. Do, do you ever watch a football match and a player does something? You know, scores an amazing long long range goal, or does an insane piece of dribbling, or um, or just shows a quick turn of pace, and you think, oh no. I might, I might have given him a bit lower than I thought. Yeah, I mean, this is literally happens all the time, but you can't just um, like go for single events. Might have been just a lucky shot. If you if you hit the ball perfectly fine, even I can can smash like one one once in like two hundred years a ball into the top corner from twenty five yards. Maybe if I'm lucky, and when I just see this one, like, oh look, triple M, that's a perfect long shot. Nah. No, not really. So you always want to want to um, assess a player performance over a certain amount of games to make like the proper call. If there are, of course, like moments where sports history is written, like in a Champions League final, someone scores like from uh, 50 yards or whatever, then, okay, lots of people in the world have seen it. So it's kind of the expectation that you adjust it a little bit. But then if the same player doesn't score from long distance for a period of time, we downgrade again. So it's constantly up and down. Um, yeah, that's the way it works. And I just want to go into a bit of detail in terms of how, how the ratings are finalized and deciding the process that you go through. Because on, on FIFA, there's two sets of ratings almost. There's the ultimate team ratings, which are announced in September every year, and they're fixed for the for the whole year unless there's a, a winter refresh or something later yeah. on uh, in january february time but there's also the career mode career mode offline ratings that do update continually yes. depending on player performances yes exactly. just, is do they kind of match each other and merge in august september time where you look at the how the ratings have changed throughout the career mode from the previous year and then you integrate them ratings into the ultimate team in the following game or is, is it a, is that too too simplistic for how the ratings are decided 
No, it's 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 basically correct. It's like there's a FUT ratings, uh, a snapshot in time at a specific time when we have to deliver the, the final database for uh, FIFA, FUT Ultimate Team. This is a snapshot we take. It's a moment in history. And for career mode, for all other modes, apart from FUT, we constantly then update the ratings, but also the player appearance, uh, the boots, whatever, the way the player tuck in their shirt and whatnot um, throughout the year. You, you must, like I said, you must have to just keep an eye on what players are doing, like the, the number of players that are on FIFA, the amount of changes that are needed every single week on career mode, for example. Yes, but fortunately, I don't need to do this all by myself. <laughs> I, have, I have a team of like uh, roughly 30 producers who operate from different office locations in, in Germany and the UK, and we have an an army of database editors who work on our online database and an even bigger army of volunteers who provide feedback on, well, factual data as well, but then also on, on the ratings, on attribute assessments, uh, whatnot. What are the hardest individual stat ratings in terms of the attributes? What do you think are the hardest ones to jumping, set? Jumping, jumping, jumping. I hate jumping. <laughs> you answered that so quickly. <laughs> yes, look. Look, you can you can you can find stats for literally everything like speed, stamina, whatever, long shot accuracy. But jumping just doesn't exist. It was I should have I should have said something <laughs> when we came up with a new set of attributes. I thought, oh, jumping can't be too hard, right? So you know the players who can't jump that high because they have, they don't have the physical ability, and you know the players who can jump really really high. In between, it's like eh. I can give you an example. So um, when when my uh, favorite team was for the first time in FIFA, was FIFA 17 or 18, Fortuna Köln, they relegated out of the game, sadly, or fortunately. Um, I had like 10, 12 players here in in um, in the office, best day of my producer life, really, totally cool, and explained to them a little bit how we did the ratings, which kind of was a mistake because they all were like, Oh wait a minute! I'm a 59. Oh come on, you're going to change this. And I said, ah, it's not final yet, so don't worry too much. And then I explained how difficult it is to to rate players in certain attributes, even when you watch every single game in stadium, right? So I, I used jumping, and I explained why I made Michael Kessel the worst jumper, because well, he's 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 old, um, left winger, um, a diver, like a really really good diver, and he's always injured. So I thought, like, ah, wait, on this position, there's no need to jump high. And I've only seen him really jumping when he makes a dive. So I thought, oh, that's the reason why I gave him a 33. So like, no, he's by far our best jumper. Like, how should I know? <laughs> that's impossible. If the player doesn't, doesn't do any any headers in, in game, and uh, I hate jumping. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad we've got you. Feel, oh, I feel let's, like... let's rephrase. I strongly dislike Jumping. I feel like you wanted to get that off your mind for a while. The way yeah, you thank you, thank it. you for the opportunities. Those no, world shall, shall hear it. I don't like jumping. I'm always here if you want to talk about jumping. If yes, you ever want good. to talk about jumping, I'm, I'm always here to listen. Um, thank you. But sir. obviously, we're, we're in September, which is an exciting time for all FIFA players because the new version of FIFA is coming out, which is amazing. How does it feel for you? Are you excited? A little bit nervous about the ratings being revealed? What What's your emotions at this time of year? It's a routine job now. Like um, 10, 15 years ago, I was definitely a bit more nervous. Also about like there's a procedure of delivering the final database on the last day of the transfer window was like really, really exciting. It happened in the middle of the night and 
he was super afraid he would make a mistake in, which can break the game. The final year of FIFA is kind of like a really important file. But now we have such a such a secure system with like a million checks to make sure nothing can go wrong. It's still a little bit like, ah, well, what happens if we if we screw it up? Um, but it it again it it didn't happen, so it all went fine. This is the technical part when it comes to like people complain about ratings. Oh, they do this all the time anyway. Everyone thinks he or she is the best football expert on the planet. Yeah. So in particular, the players themselves, they always think they're faster, stronger, have a better shot. I've, I've never met one single player, like football player in my life, who said like, oh, spot on, perfect attributes. Or, or even like, oh, I think I'm I'm overrated. No, they all think they're underrated. They are, everyone thinks they're faster and then they like to complain, but... You know, when, when a player complains about the ratings, uh, standard uh, response is always, I don't think so. <laughs> I was going to, I was going to, that was going to be my next question. How many footballers do you get every year? Try and try and email you or get in contact with you and say, oh, come on. Can I, I just say rarely get directly in contact. This happened maybe five, six, seven, eight times or so in, in 15 years. But they always complain on on social media and and when we do when we do some promotion videos, they always make these comments as well. Some are like jokes, others clearly not. But at the end of the day, I don't think so. Do a race against each other and decide who the fastest is. Have you, have you ever thought about doing something like that with with a particular team? If there's if there's a number of players who are, are moaning about their pace, okay, I have a race and we'll do it from there. You know, in an ideal world, they would all show up here in our office in Cologne and do like a bunch of tests, like three free quicks, three penalties. Hey, jumping now, please. And can, can we also get your weight, please? Because weight is kind of like the single piece of factual data, which is never correct, which is ah, kind of annoying. In particular, we have a problem this year. We have for the first time we have um, female club leagues in game. So a huge amount of female players and the data sources are not that great. So for a lot of players, um, there was absolutely no way to even find the height of a player. So we kind of had to guess. When you look at even professional um, databases, they simply can leave it out. So they both, they don't know. It's on the website of the club, official website of the club. There's no information. When you contact the federation, they can't give you this data for whatever reason. But we in game need to have always a height, weight, a rating for jumping and this stuff. <laughs> Back onto jumping. Um, let's change the subject a bit in terms of individuals, because I know you've talked before. I've read an interview before where you talked about Thomas Muller as one yeah. of the hardest players to rate because of the way the type of player he is in terms of that he doesn't have any standout attributes in terms of physical or technical, but he has these these attributes in real life where he's just able to find space, be in the right place at the right time, make runs off people, stuff that you wouldn't necessarily be able to recreate in FIFA or very difficult to. I just wanted to talk to you a bit more about that and if there's any other players in more recent times that you've had particular trouble writing. Yeah, this just one sentence I said about Miller will always bite me in the bottom. Um, it wasn't really smart. I, I think I literally said he's not good at anything, right? That, no, 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 he's not super great in, in specific attributes, I should have said. Sorry, Thomas. <laughs> He's, he's by far from from all the players I've seen um, the most difficult one, and I think he always will be. It's just because 
but he doesn't excel in like like specific abilities. You would never say, oh, greatest dribbler in the world, Thomas Müller, or greatest finisher in the world, Thomas Müller, right? It's just his, as we say in Germany, he has a nose for the situation. Maybe if we if we do some um, revamp of the attribute system in at some point in the future without jumping then, um, we could we could focus a bit more on kind of like the, the playing intelligence of players. Um, and that would bring, I guess, Mr. Miller to the next level. Maybe if he's still around at the time. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't I, even know if he's a good jumper, you know? Back on this jumping again. Um, we'll have to ask him. We'll have to get him on with you and we'll have to have a real chat about it. I think that'd be amazing. If yes. We could get in contact with no, him. He should come here and jump a couple of times and then we can adjust. Thomas, okay. if, you, if you're listening, Michael, Michael wants surely, to get in contact. Surely he's, surely he's listening. Let's get him jumping. Let's get yeah. him doing a few long shots. Let's get him a, doing a few dribbles and passing, and then we can, yeah. <laughs> we can set a few set the record straight um, with, the, with his individual attributes. Um, I just wanted to ask as well about um, particularly this year. There's been a few kind of, kind of similarities in the writing. So I, I looked at two, for example, before we did this call: uh, Usman Dembele and Kingsley Coman uh, on their on their ultimate team items. They're pretty much identical in terms of their, their the six ratings they have. But in Komen is eighty six, and I think Dembele is eighty three. But in terms of that, how how does that how does that work in terms of the individuals and the overall? Can you explain so, a bit more? Yeah, so I can explain this. Um, the overall rating is calculated based on uh, a formula which takes into account the most important attributes depending on position. Um, while the, the item stats are different calculation based on attribute which there might be some attributes who are not taking into account for the overall rating, right? And we usually don't pay too much attention to like the fat item stats. And you know what, when you, when you start to edit like a team, you first pay attention to the attributes. If you follow a team, you have a pretty good um, understanding of who are like the fastest player in your team, who are the worst passes. You can kind of create like an internal ranking. A lot of in our database depends on comparing players against each other. Right, so you have kind of like a benchmark and like, oh, if this guy is a 63, surely this guy is a 65. So someone else will say, are oh, you crazy, 64? Someone will say 66, but you know what I mean, right? And then um, you try to to get these um, these ratings um, for the attributes on a, on a club level. You adjust it by the league. So you compare against other teams, compare, compare, compare. Then you compare like the top players in your league against other top leagues. And this is kind of the way it works, which is, which sounds like a lot of work and it is. Yeah, but in, again, it's fun because it's football and numbers. And on, on the top level, then we look very, very closely, right? But we don't really pay too much attention to the FAT items that at this point, obviously we then also look at um, the overall rating to ensure it doesn't look too much off. Right? Because it's also like kind of important for players to get a quick assessment. Also, this player is really good or this player is not that good. But the main work goes into the attributes because the attributes drive gameplay, attributes and traits, in fact. A lot of foot players that I know, especially on social media, who I talk to, they look at a card stats and they think that the the overall rating is based off those six particular no, it's not. attribute it's not. It's, groups. It's completely independent. 
That's really interesting. So that explains why, because people talked a lot about um, a lot about Pedri and uh, Federico Valverde. Pedri looks worse on paper than Valverde, but Pedri's got mm. a higher rating. So that explains why why that would be the case. Yeah, exactly. A lot of foot players will be listening to this and be really interested uh, in how how they're calculated. Um, and again, I, I wanted to talk to you as well about the 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 top five this year, the joint first uh, top five. How difficult was that to was there a lot of arguments in the office, a lot of discussion around who, who's actually the best of these players? How, how did you get to that? Because it's the first time ever, I think, in FIFA that that's, hap- that, that's happened, a joint, a joint first of five players. We discussed this in length. So it, it took us uh, a lot of time. I mean, in fact, we, we discussed it for a long time. because We had kind of the idea already at the start of the discussion. But then we're like, hey, can we really do this? This is so weird. We've <laughs> never done this in the past. So, mm-hmm. Does it feel right? I don't know. Look at this guy. He didn't really have a super great season. Look at that guy compared to the last season. So, yeah, it took it took some time. But at the end of the day, like the few people who were in, who made the, like the final call were were in agreement. So the way it works is when it comes to the, to the top ratings based on every position we do with our big production team, kind of like a, Almost like like a quick poll to see like if you compare all these players and these these contains players from all the top leagues like like how how does it look in comparison is there like a player who looks a little bit off so we made them kind of small adjustment but like the top ten are then just decided upon by very few people we invest a lot of time also looking looking at stats looking at key performances in important games um, and a little bit. Obviously, also our subjective assessment. Who would you have had of, as of number one if you if if it was just your decision this year? I opted out of this discussion. In fact, <laughs> that's probably quite smart to do that. I, I didn't want to make a final call. I think like what Lewandowski does is sometimes just unbelievable, and he continues to do unbelievable things. But uh, and it wasn't a great season for Bayern, so you always want to take this into account. And at some point, you know what I just say. You guys make the call. The top five players this year are just so different in terms of their physical, technical attributes, the yeah. type of players they are. I think probably the two similar ones are Benzema and Lewandowski, but even then there's there's a massive disparity between the type of players and what they can do on the pitch. It's, it's really interesting for me to have a top five or a joint first top five that are just so different in everything they do. That That's just a really interesting way of looking at it. And I suppose that's the difficulty with comparing footballers is that there's no two footballers that are identical. Not even the Bender twins. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, is, you, I suppose, but you can't help but compare when you're looking at it from a numbers point of view. That's that's the interesting thing, isn't it, with ratings? You, you, you're saying that Messi and Lewandowski are on the same level, but in terms of they're completely different players, so... How difficult is that from from your and your T's point of view in terms of, yeah, he's about the same level as him. Is it just a, a, a case of going with your gut sometimes? You, you look at a lot of different factors. Obviously, you look, look at the stats, which are also on the internet, just the pure match facts. But the match facts, you always need to see in context. Like you could obviously argue, oh, Lewandowski just played in Bundesliga. So it's just, it's, it's an easy uh, league to score plenty of goals in. So uh, you want to take this into account, and then you could have said the same about Messi when I was playing at Barcelona. Also depends a little bit on who you're playing with. Like um, if the player was injured or not, if the manager maybe didn't want to field that player that often. Like there are tons of factors coming in. And at the end of the day, then you also look at 
what the club, what the player kind of has won in this season, what the player achieved in important critical matches. And in this season, we kind of got the feeling there's no standout player who really deserves to be on, on top of the rest when it comes to the overrating. So we made the call five players. It's really exciting, I think, from a FIFA point of view, because you just you get that 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 difference in players and the, it gives you more options as well, I think, instead of having the top player and everyone can go to that particular player and then you base your style of play off that one player. I think it's really interesting this year how you've got a, such a mix at the top and that should help with squad building and stuff as well, I think, um, in this year's game. Um, it's interesting you mentioned about the Bundesliga being a, a, a league where you can score loads of goals. I think Erling Haaland is making a mockery of the Premier League at the moment in terms of his goal scoring. So I thought that as well about the, the Bundesliga. Uh, I thought the Premier League would be a bit harder, but, but Haaland is making a mockery of a lot of people at the start of this season. Yeah, that's, that's him, right? <laughs> exactly. Goals. He's, he's, it's like he's born to score goals. It's incredible. Yeah, this, this man is a machine. Absolutely. Um, do you, I, I was just wondering as well in terms of the gameplay, because I've noticed a trend this year i think with the ratings i think a lot of people have as well in terms of when you when you look at the ratings do you have to work with the gameplay producers as well in terms of how the game is changing and then work with them on ratings and and attributes and what's going to be more important because i've noticed a trend in pace there's been a a general downturn in pace and there's it's been a, a lot more cutthroat in terms of pace reduction. You look at Messi and Ronaldo being reduced. Obviously, they're getting older, but players like Dejan Kulazewski, for example, getting six downgrade in pace, and you don't see a lot of players in that 90, high 80s market. Is that something that is because the gameplay is going towards that way? Not taken into account by our colleagues from gameplay whatsoever. And it's only the attributes and, and the traits which, which actually matter for gameplay. But we... Um, we consistently rate, um, in particular, the physical attributes the same way we've done it in the past. Um, sometimes, obviously, the gameplay team tunes here and there a little bit, and they have the option to do so. Um, but it's not really that much dependent. So it's not like the gameplay team comes, hey, guys, we need to have all players lowered by five in jumping. <laughs> oh, okay, can do. <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't work like this. You work closely with them together. If there's like a tendency, like, oh, we notice like there are tons of center backs with high attacking position, how set. We also like, it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a, it's a very beginning of my, my work on database in FIFA. There was even misunderstandings how to, how to kind of interpret an attribute like balance, for instance, we, kind of we we saw from completely different perspectives and when we sat together like huh okay yeah maybe we should change our data a bit yeah okay good glad we spoke yeah but i mean now we have we have weekly sync ups with them so this yeah. these kind of misunderstandings are, are a relic from the past when you first started at ea sports fifa to now how 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 was the biggest what's the biggest difference in terms of how you judge the ratings and the attributes how how has it changed over the years in terms of your process and the final outcome we had um we had definitely less attributes so less attributes also meant the formula was a bit more um simple um we changed this in fifa or six or fifa or seven roughly and there wasn't so much emphasis on the ratings what happens now it's just <laughs> Well, cool in a way and insane in another. Um, but it was relatively, it didn't really matter who was like the best player in FIFA. So it was just, yeah, okay, new FIFA is out. 
And at that time, we could only update the ratings once, or the complete data we could only update once. And now we can, like, at least for for career mode, we can update CDP like every single week, mm. which is great. Like, if you make if you make a factual mistake or like a misassessment of play, you can fix it relatively easily. Apart from Fatter, obviously. Obviously, we, we've had the last few years. Ronaldo has been lower than Messi. I think last year was the first time he was he was lower than Messi, and the first time he wasn't amongst the the best players. Obviously, we've we've had this period where Messi and Ronaldo have dominated football, and they've always been the the top two, and that's kind of changing this year. Obviously, with the top the top five jointly, and Ronaldo not included in that. How has it been for you? With, with that period in terms of Messi versus Ronaldo and, and rating them two against each other and deciding who's best each year? Has is it, is it been fun for you and your team to to have two players that are so far above everyone else? Or has it has it been a bit of a, oh, this year again, is it going to be Messi or Ronaldo? It, how has it been like for you and your team? So um, <laughs> in my team, we were never both big fans of both Ronaldo and Messi. Like, not, like we're not we're not fanboys. Obviously, we simply compared their stats and and made a judgment call. But it's not like we would go to war against each other just because <laughs> uh, Messi, are you crazy? Ronaldo clearly better. No, that didn't happen. So we we can, in particular, when it comes to like like the top ratings, you want to do it or you want to try to do it as objective as possible by using by using um, as many stats and facts as, as possible. But then again, at the end of the day, it still remains a subjective assessment. Do you play FIFA yourself? Uh, yes, but I'm I'm terrible. What's your weekend league finish? What what are you averaging? Oh, no, I'm not even playing weekend league. I play here with my colleagues, and they just make fun out of me all the time. It's like <laughs> just 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 got too complicated for me. I was good in FIFA or nine. I remember this, and then it got just too complicated. <laughs> I'm brilliant when I just when I pass the ball around in my defense, but as as soon as I enter like the attacking thirds, and it's like it's too quick for me. <laughs> I know I just said in my final one, but I lied. I'm going to ask one final one. Okay. What do you think is the single? You can't say jumping as well. I'm banning you from saying jumping. Okay. What do you think is the single most important individual attribute in FIFA? Just one. Yeah, still acceleration. I think. I think I'd agree. I think I'd agree with you. I had acceleration on my mind. That or finishing, but I think acceleration is just the thing that just gets you away from players in the middle of the pitch and gets you away from defenders and just can, just that extra bit can count in the box, can't it? So yeah, I thought a little bit about ball control or composure to sound like a little bit crazy, but yeah, acceleration. And what what's the attribute you think that people don't give enough? I, I'm lying again. I'm asking another question. I just can't. I'm just I'm so excited to talk to you about ratings because it's just really my wheelhouse. What do you think is the rating that is the most underappreciated by players? You're banned jumping, so I can't say that. Can't say jumping. Um, I know, maybe curve. That's yeah. interesting. I was going to say composure because I'm guessing that, that adds a lot to the finishing attribute as well. If someone's got good finishing but not as good composure, maybe that can... And then people are like, oh, he's got great finishing. Why is he not finishing this? But maybe compo that's composure is the yeah. reason. Composure, I think, is it's pretty important. Curve, on the other side, hmm. Very few situations where it's really super useful. It's always good to have though, and it looks cool when it goes in the True. top corner. And there's a lot of curve on it. And it True. looks cool. Thomas would agree. Thomas would agree. Thomas, we need to get him on to have a three-way chat. Talk yes. about his ratings. Oh, I, I would love this. You can clear the air with him. You can yes. say, I didn't, didn't yes. mean for that comment. I meant yes. this. And can you please jump for me, please, Thomas? <laughs> 
uh, Triple M, it's been amazing to talk to you. I really, really appreciate you spending this much time with me in such a busy month for you ahead of the launch of FIFA 23. Uh, Triple M, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And um, I'm sure we'll chat again soon. Definitely. Definitely.